It's a cool show. Hi, I'm Louise Goffin, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here at DigiLab Studios in Phoenix, Arizona, with Serene Dominic. Hello. He's providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, and now joining us from the mad monster party in the middle of the desert in Scottsdale, Arizona, my friend and fellow Nightmare on Elm Street cast alum, the great, the legendary actress and songwriter and just fantastic human being, Ronnie Blakely. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Ronnie. Thank you, Andres. I'm, I'm all smiles. Thank you very much. I had the incredible honor of getting to sing karaoke with you last night. We sang All I Have to Do is Dream by the Everly Brothers, and I got to sing with you, and that was such a, I don't know, uh, pinch myself kind of moment. Um, I will cherish it forever. Me too. I was pinching myself the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And then you did a beautiful version of Blowing in the Wind, and uh, yeah, it was just, it was really great. It was really great, and you sang the Don Everly part. Yes, the easy part. And sang it very beautifully. And I sang the Phil Everly part. And I used to work with Phil. We played the Palomino Club together. And I've been to Phil Everly's home. Oh, really? In the Valley in L.A. Phil Everly is one person you've known and worked with. But you have known and worked with pretty much ev- everyone. You've been, like, for the people who haven't seen the film Nashville, Ronnie plays the main character in it was uh, Academy Award nominated for that she's been in some in other amazing films The Driver particularly is one of my favorites we were talking last night and you were sa- you were saying that you are in Ronaldo and Clara the Bob Dylan film which I have not seen yes I happen to be your friend okay. on Facebook and I see you post these wonderful stories from your life whether it's working with famous movie stars or touring with you know, with Bob Dylan or hanging out backstage with Bruce Springsteen or just on and on and on. The stories are endless. I I don't even know where I would start to ask you which uh, what you'd like to share with, with us. But if there's any one of these that you, you would, you'd grace us with, I would be, I'm, you know, I'm all ears. Well, I don't even know what your listeners would like to hear about. Are they um, interested in sci-fi and horror or... Oh, or this they do, do they run the gamut of? Uh, we're more of a music show, so let's talk about your. Let's talk about you and your show. music. You were. Oh, I was cool. talking with Dom, or before you came on. Now he was saying that you played on the. You were on the Hard Rain concert. Is that true? I was on the Rolling Thunder Review. You were on the Rolling Th- with it, uh, Bob Dylan, uh, Joan Baez, Ramblin' Jack Elliott, Bobby Newhart, 
and I was also one of the headliners. And then the band consisted of T-Bone Burnett, Mick Ronson, Luther Ricks, Scarlett Rivera, uh, Stephen Soltz, um, Rob Stoner, David Mansfield. I mean, it was in heaven that we were just, you know, we thought we had gone to heaven. It was so great. And Allen Ginsberg and his boyfriend um, were on the tour. But then the show got too long. We rehearsed in Lowell, Massachusetts, where Allen Ginsberg recited Howl to a ladies' mahjong tournament. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the parts about uh, coming through the birth canal and being scratched by his mother's hair, or, you know, things like that, were, went over extremely well. And, um, you know, there were just one exciting moment after another. I remember at that time I they had caught me while I was on on my PR tour for my new album coming out with Warner Brothers and I just happened to meet Bob Dylan at a club where I went to hear David Blue and then they invited me to go on the tour and I was set to leave the next day for a tour of my own of my own record release from Warner Brothers flying to Muscle Shoals Alabama and I went to the airport and called my producer Jerry Wexler and said you know I Bob Dylan invited me to go on tour and he said well you have to go I said well I can't I promised the boys I you know that we were going on the road and they've quit their jobs they're waiting for me in Muscle Shoals so I got on the plane and went to Muscle Shoals and I rented a car oh into Huntsville rented a car went to Muscle Shoals met the boys in the bed studio the famous uh, studio and the Swampers, but these weren't the Swampers, but these were great players. Anyway, and I told them I'd been up all night performing with Bob Dylan, and they said, well, you have to go. I said, well, what about you? And they said, no, it'll be better for all of us. You've got to go. So I had rented a hotel, motel, went back to it, called New York 911. Hello, may I have the Gramercy Park, no, may I have the Gramercy Hotel, called there. They said, no, Bob Dylan is at the Gramercy Park Hotel. So then I called there. I said, may I speak to Bob Dylan? They said, hold on. And then the phone was picked up and it was Bob. I said, Bob, it's Ronnie. Um, I'm in uh, Muscle Shoals and the voice said I can come. And he said, well, stay by the phone and somebody will call you back. So then Louis Kemp called me back within a few minutes and said, we've booked you a a ticket back in Huntsville, so go back to Huntsville. So I got my rented car and went back to Huntsville, turned it in, got on the plane, flew back to New York. They had a limousine pick me up at the airport, took me to Columbia Recording Studios, and we recorded Hurricane that night, and I still hadn't been to sleep. The, the version of Hurricane that came out on Desire? Yes. Wow. That's... I have to go back. I was not aware of that. So you're... Uh, so do you sing a lot on that record? I sing in all the choruses. If you... You know, yeah. it's me singing duet there with Bob on it. Yeah. That is... Wow. I feel stupid not knowing that. 
And well, I also just, feel so excited now. No, me about. yeah, that uh, you is asked why I asked. me for a story, so I told you one. That's so you end up, and that ends with the session of recording Hurricane. Wow, did you sing on ISIS? Yeah, no, no, I just love that record. That's one of my favorite Bob Dylan records. And now I know I can say that I have sung with someone who was on that record that's amazing two degrees of separation wow and then wait and also you mentioned all the crew that were on that wasn't was sam Shepard a part of that as well well he was not on as a musician but he came on as a writer to uh help write the movie or write the movie reynaldo and clara and it was a very improvisational movie and we were all invited to contribute so we would shoot film during the day and we'd play concerts at night i mean what more can you ask for (laughs) wow wow that's what i would like to do every day yeah yeah with that story as part as a sort of uh to wet the listeners whistle as far as their attention goes we're now ready to get your question for the pop oracle Do you have a question for the Pop Oracle, Ronnie? I have a question for the Pop Oracle. Well, what is it? Dear Pop Oracle, do you think that the movie in process with my Phoenix friends is going to materialize and take place? Excellent. Will the movie with the Phoenix Friends materialize and take place? And now to engage the Pop Oracle on your behalf, I'm going to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card. Guys, what song, what's, what number is it? Six. Song number six from Serene Dominic. Secret Life. So listen to this, and then we'll come back and figure it out. Okay, help me with the lyrics if I need it. Okay. I often have to listen several times to get lyrics. We actually have cue cards with the lyrics, whatever you want. That's That's very exciting. Okay. Two, three, four. Let me live my secret life 
this is the part of the song we call the breakdown and not because we're like playing softer but because I'm gonna break down and cry lost in lonely tears so for those of you faint hard on this podcast it might not be a bad idea to go into the kitchen and make a sandwich until all this quivering and crying is over why am I crying? I'm crying because I gave my heart to one woman and when you give your heart to one woman and then she walks into the room she walks into the room and says who you texting? what are all these crazy clothes in the closet? whose wig is this? that's what you gotta say please 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 wow you gotta smile let me live my secret Yes, that was Serene Dominic with... Very nice performance. Oh, thank you, Brian. It's an honor to be able to sing it for you. With Secret Life. I appreciated that so much. And it touched on uh, very uh, delicate topics of spying and lying and living secret lives and wigs and, (laughs) you know, all these kinds of things. And I guess I would translate that uh, as an actor because when we act we we can be wearing wigs and we do leave a se- lead a secret life in the sense that we create something where there was nothing but we have to use ourselves to do that and we give which is an act of love to to make yourself vulnerable so I would say that it is a positive um, view towards my question uh, well, that uh, that I might be uh, successful in receiving an offer to play a role which is so far a secret exactly that's what I was what yeah that's what I was thinking was like right now this is like you're not telling us what you're sort of being secret you're being like a little bit of a spy with this you're keeping this information close to the vest it's a secret for me too. Right. I don't really know what the role is yet. So, Dominic, can you tell us a little bit about it, the background of that song? What was what did where did oh, it come from? Well, I broke up with this girl, and my neighbors were really upset because they were all in love with her. But I had already moved on. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, you know, so I was, uh, but it, yeah, she was getting very inquisitive about stuff. So, so and and in the song, she's the spy. Why you got a spy? Yeah, is that? Some, well, yeah. That's or the well, actually, it's more the neighbors because it's it's sort of like why why are you why are you so involved in my thing? It was just we were together, and now we're not. But why are you you know coming to me with all this? You know, what are we gonna do without her? You know, it's like, well, <laughs> I, you know, it's not your real. It's not your thing. You it's know? not your relationship. I once arrived at uh, at my condo, and and the person who was staying there, you know, then I said, whose lipstick is that? <laughs> and he said, "And he said, mine." <laughs> <laughs> so 
So that sounds like your story. Somebody yeah. said, whose wig is that? Well, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wear a lot of disguises, no. too, and I have a lot of wigs in my closet. So that was, that was a little close to home. You're saying this is a Phoenix movie. Now, there was there was a line about, go, about going home. Was there a part about going home? I wish that I could go home or I'm closing the... Make my way back home, back to the house where I was born, away from all the... Alive. Stuff. Yeah. He wants to make it home alive. And where were and where were you? Where are you from originally, Ronnie? Your home. Well, I'm from the Northwest, the oh. Pacific Northwest. Oh, like me. It was uh, yes, yeah. That's why we like each other. Uh-huh. I'm born in Idaho, and then I spent my earliest infancy in Bainbridge Island, oh. and then Corvallis and Portland, Oregon, and then by the age of nine or ten moved back to Idaho where my father uh, opened his own engineering firm. But I remember when he graduated from college in Corvallis. Beautiful places to live. Bainbridge Island. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm a, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, a, a PNY gal. Wonderful. Wonderful. NW. PNY would be did Pacific I, New, what New did York. What I say? You said PNY. <laughs> Pacific <laughs> New York. That would be... That's what Seattle feels like sometimes. PNW. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that you have spent the last three days giving a lot of energy and attention to so many fans who line up to to meet you and shake your hand and get uh, get your autograph and maybe a picture with you. So I I don't want to tax your energy too much more, but I did want to let listeners know where we can find your music. I know you were you've been talking about oh, that so nice some new music coming out. Well, I do have a new album, but I haven't put it up yet, but um I do have a website, Ronnie Blakely www.ronnieblakely and dot uh, com, I guess it is, and uh, you'll find a lot there. And when if you go to that site, then you have to click on the upper right corner, and it really opens up to a very big site, mm-hmm. where then you can actually listen to music and buy paintings and you know look at biographies and things like that. Um, I also have albums available on cdbaby.com. So I have albums of spoken word and albums of my own music and, you know, 10 or so albums available there, I think. Oh, and my movie. I produced a movie with Vim Vendors and we're in it. uh, It's available on there. What What film is that? It's called I Played It For You. It debuted at the Venice Film Festival in Italy in 1985 and then it went to about 10 festivals worldwide the feature of music docudrama oh i i am hungry to see this i am a fan oh, of I'm your work you and <laughs> of vim vendor's work and so that would be that's amazing say the name of the film again one more time i played it for you i played it for you oh that's beautiful well uh, and it's, it's sort of the the theme of serene dominic's experience here he played it for I you. Played it for you. Yeah. He sure did, and I, I loved that. It was oh. really great. Thank you so much. Very nice talking with you. Just lovely. Thank you See so you back much. At the ranch. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Ball Show.